Hello and welcome back to Small Talk. We've got another great episode ahead as we speak with a pair from Stevens Institute of Technology. I'm your host, Katie Mucci. Each week on this show, we highlight the past and present of Division Three, with both current and former student athletes joining to talk about their experiences, their favorite on-campus spots, the craziest road trip stories, and more. This week, we're chatting with Laura Matthews, a member of the track and field team, and Amy Regan, a former distance runner for the Ducks. The two talk about road trip experiences, their Taylor Swift eras, why they love Division Three, and more. Thanks for joining this week. Now it's time for some small talk. Hi, everyone. Um, well, my name is Laura Matthews, and I'm a current member of the track and field team at Stevens Institute. Hi, my name is Amy Regan. I'm a former member of the cross country and track and field team at Stevens Institute of Technology. Well, thank you to you both for joining us. We're really excited to have you and chat with you guys today. Um, the first thing we're going to talk about is kind of the on-campus life for a Stevens student athlete. So, um, Laura, I'll have you start out. And then, Amy, if you want to follow up and let me know if these are similar for you when you were a student athlete. But, Laura, what are kind of the best spots that you and your teammates are hanging out on or around campus? And maybe some favorite local coffee shops, restaurants, anything like that that you guys are going to? Yeah, sure. So I know a, a big tradition for us is um, before meets on Fridays, usually we like to go to a, we all go to a pizza place together that's right by campus. So uh, usually we go to Geo's and we'll all hang out there and it's really fun. Um, but we also hang out just, you know, around campus. It's hard to beat the view of Babio Patio. So, you know, it's a couple of spots. Amy, are those kind of the same spots that you and your teammates are hanging out or were different things back then? Yeah, no, it's been a few years, but Geo's was a thing. Uh, I still use my duck bills there for quite a few years through college. So um, definitely some good restaurants around town. I know it's probably changed a bit, but when I was, you know, uh, when I was in school, Honey Grow had just opened on Washington Street. And for those that don't know what Honey Grow is. It's more of like a healthier kind of fast casual place. You order on an iPad. And um, so we were pretty obsessed with that, you know, trying to hone in on our nutrition and, and be athletes at the same time. Um, so that one, that one's probably the top of my list of where I just went most weeknights. Um, but yeah, on campus, kind of like Laura said, it's incredible views. Um, Castle Point, you basically just get a 180 degree view of New York City. Um, Babio Terrace was one of my favorites early on in school. I lived in a dorm right next to Babio Terrace. So I would just go out there and kind of, you know, take in the view from time to time. Um, and then one of my other favorites is I loved our soccer field. Um, the bleachers from the soccer field looked west, which is where the sun set. And so just watching, you know, the men's and women's soccer games in the fall and bringing some homework out there and supporting our teams and just enjoying like being outdoors and having a fantastic view of, of all of Hoboken. So those are probably some of my most frequented spots in college. Great. Um, now thinking off campus, you obviously are traveling to your meets um, D3 is a bit more regional than maybe a division one or division two. So maybe not too many flights you're having to take, but, um, I do know at least Laura, you are quite the, uh, national championship participant. So you've been uh, to a couple of fun places probably in your time, but 
when you're traveling, how is that team traveling? Is it uh, by bus? Do you guys put yourselves in a few 15 passenger vans? Are you getting some nice flights? Um, Laura, what is it like right now? And then once again, Amy, follow up and, and let us know if that's changed for your, from your time. Yeah, so most of our uh, traveling is via bus. So usually if it's a big meet, we'll take um, a bus with the whole team down to wherever we're going. So usually like the Pennsylvania, New York area. Um, we've done vans for smaller meets. So like we got to go to Penn Relays as a team. So we all hopped in a van and, you know, made our way down there. I have been on a plane twice so far. Um, I don't like planes but I get it done. But I was just so, so appreciative to be able to, you know, travel to different places that I definitely would have, would not have been able to if I hadn't been a student athlete here. Yeah, um, pretty similar. I think our conferences have changed a little bit since I was at Stevens. Um, and so we spent most of our weekends driving up to upstate New York in in buses. And so <laughs> that was what we did most, mostly through the season. Um, and then of course for, um, nationals, you know, we'd fly out to Indiana, Iowa, um, basically the Midwest is where I spent most of my time competing at the national level. <laughs> um, so that was always, um, always a good time. We always had really, really fun trips, uh, especially with cross country, it'd be a, um, a smaller group or with track, you know, you get to travel with different people each season. Um, and the national trips are, are really fun and really special because it's a smaller group and you just get to, you know, um, go to all the different events, whether it's the pre-meet dinner that the NCA hosts, um, things like that. It's just a really great bonding opportunity with your teammates and your coaches. So, um, I preferred traveling by plane because otherwise it meant an eight hour bus trip up to New York. So that's fair. And since you were a cross country athlete, I know at least at last year's cross country championship, it was quite snowy and probably not quite as fun. Did you have any experiences like that during your cross country time? Yeah, I remember, I think it was my first cross country national championship. I think I was like a freshman or maybe it was sophomore year and it, it was in Indiana and it was like 17 degrees and I'm at the starting line and my coach is like, all right, give me your sweats. And I'm like, you want me to take off my sweatpants and my sweatshirts? Like I, it's so cold. So, um, you know, just the energy though, warms you up. So, uh, but yeah, the, the snow and the, and the cold as it gets later into the cross season is just something to kind of embrace. Um, I think I lucked out later in my years because you know, I think my last national championship was in Louisville. And so a little bit warmer than, than some of the places, but yeah, some of the snow on the courses, especially when you get snow on the course and then like the men run first and then you're running, you know, women run second. And so the snow melts and the men just create like mud everywhere. So then it turns into more of like a, you know, a tough mudder than a cross country race. So um, yeah, it's always, it's always exciting, but cross country is kind of just embracing those variables and those, you know, challenges. And that's, that's probably why it was always my favorite sport. Definitely. I'm going to the cross country championship this year in Pennsylvania. So I'm going to think very warm thoughts for yeah. the next well, two months. Yeah. <laughs> um, awesome. And then you guys said you had a fun, a few fun trips, whether that was like Louisville or in the Midwest, were there any fun touristy things you and your teammates got to do while you're on those trips that you have stories from? Um, and Amy, you're smiling, so I'll let you start that. Yeah, I give my coach a lot of credit for, you know, the places that 
national championships are sometimes held and, and trying to find entertaining, fun things to do. Um, I think one year for track season, we showed up at like a butterfly garden because I think he found it on Google Maps and we just like walked around a butterfly garden. So we always had, you know, just the most interesting you know, finding a trail in the middle of nowhere because we thought it'd be like a really good running trail for a pre-meet day. And, and so we, we explored a lot and uh, we had a lot of fun times. We, we always categorized it as type two fun because in the moment we're like, what are we doing in a butterfly garden? Or like, what are we doing in the middle of this forest? Um, but there's some of the funniest memories to, to look back on and really um, kind of appreciate from my experience. Laura, what about you? So I got um, pretty lucky with my spring nationals trips because I got to see two different Great Lakes and I've never seen any of the Great Lakes before this. So, you know, I really like hanging out at the beach. So I wanted to see what it was like. Um, so my coach actually took us to Lake Ontario when we were in Rochester and I got to take my grad pictures there and they came out so well. So, you know, that was just a fun little excursion. But for the rest of the team, for the regular season, I guess one of the like the road trip meals that we would do is we always stop at Wegmans and, you know, a bunch of our friends would like pool our food money so that we could get like nicer stuff. Like someone would go get strawberries, someone would go get like avocados and toast. And we make like the weirdest meal combinations, but we made them work. So it was a lot of fun. That's awesome. Um, now, sort of back on campus, but let's talk about academics, the student part of student athlete. Um, first, what are your majors? Laura, you can start and then Amy, what's yours? Or what was yours? So I did my undergrad in industrial systems engineering and I've, I've come back for my master's in engineering management. And Amy? Yeah, so I think uh, similarly, we probably just did the inverse of each other. Um, so my undergraduate degree was in engineering management, and then my master's was in systems engineering and analytics. And so I um, just kind of smushed those in at the same time and uh, was also a member of the co-op program at Stevens, um, which is a very common thing for Stevens student athletes. So um, was able to fit that in in five years. Very cool. And do you know um, if there is any overlap, maybe professors or classes you guys take? It sounds like probably. Is that um, with Dr. Abel, Laura? Yep. Yeah. I had her for my um, supply chain class, mm -hmm. but she was the, the main girl of undergrad. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I think I was like the second person to graduate with the systems engineering and analytics masters. And so I think they've <laughs> renamed and revamped that program since since I've been there because um, it was very new. And so I'm so glad to see so many students graduating with that degree because it's it's been one of my, it was one of my favorite things. Like the curriculum was, I was incredibly passionate about. And so I had a lot of fun studying that. So I'm glad it's still, glad it's still there and better than ever. Yeah, I actually almost, um went for systems analytics for my master's, but I was like, you know, I did industrial systems undergrad, like, let me see the other side of it. So, but it was, it was up there. It was my second choice. And Laura, since you're, you're still in the school part, what's your favorite class been so far as part of your major? I think for me, it was um, this graduate systems modeling and simulation course. 
I got to take it with a really good professor, um, Professor Grogan. And I, I just really enjoyed the course. So I was able to TA it the next semester. Um, but overall, good experience. Awesome. Um, and Amy, I guess I didn't hear this from you yet. What are you, what are you doing these days? Still, still running around town, just like I always, <laughs> always was in Hoboken. Um, so after graduation, I had done, or while I was in school, I had spent one of my co-op terms out in Kansas City at Garmin um, as a project manager intern. And so when I went back to school, I to finish up my senior year, I was, you know, grateful enough to get a um, full-time opportunity. And so after college, I moved out to Kansas City to start at Garmin, and that was about six years ago now. Um, so I am on the global partnerships and engineering business development team at Garmin. We um, manage, license um, a lot of different software, IP technology that we incorporate into our products. So. It's been uh, pretty exciting to kind of find the balance between uh, my passion for running and fitness um, with the technology and the innovation side that, you know, I found at Stevens and now I find both of those at Garmin as well. That's awesome. And are you from the Northeast? Yeah, I'm from New Jersey, so about okay. 30 minutes outside uh, New York. Mm -hmm. Okay. How's the Midwest been treating you? Well, it's funny because we traveled so much to the Midwest for national championships and for running, uh, but we never made it to Kansas City. So I don't know how I just found like the last Midwestern city that um, I hadn't been to for running. So um, but I, I really like it. It's it's uh, it's a really unique city. Uh, there's a lot going on. I had the opportunity to meet some other incredible student athletes who had just graduated the same year as me and um, had a good like good group for training and was uh, fortunate enough to run the Olympic trials marathon a few years out of school. So um, it's been an incredible environment for that. Um, and I'm yeah, really enjoying it. Definitely different than New York. I will say better barbecue, but not as good bagels. I could do it. Yeah. The barbecue is great in Kansas city. It's also much slower. I kind of lived in the Midwest for a lot of my life. So it's a slower pace mm -hmm. um, a lot of the time, but Kansas city is a great city. Yeah. Um, now on to the next thing. So obviously when you're on a team and you're in a college, um, atmosphere, you probably have a lot of fun or crazy stories that might have happened during your time. So I am going to see if you guys can share some of your funniest or one of your funniest or craziest, but appropriate stories. So Laura, let's have you kick this one. So I, the first thing I think of immediately is one of my, um, one of my friends from track, her name was Sophia. We were both hurdlers together, so we got to, you know, run our races next to each other. But somehow, every conference championships, we got put directly next to each other. So um, at, before the beginning of every race, we would make a heart with our hands, like, like so we we would make like a little, like heart to begin our race. And she was always like, she was always so supportive whenever I like, you know, got to break a record or something but there was one funny moment where we were in a race together and I had been stuck at the same time in the hurdles for like months I just kept running 895 my freshman year in the 60 hurdles and this race in particular was the first one that I had I had broken that 
and she was in the race with me and she got so excited that she forgot to finish the race that she was in because she was she was like running with me and she saw the time because we both looked and she like stopped running in the race and we were like Sophia what happened she said I got so excited so that was that was my fun track story I love that that's true friendship (laughs) Amy what about you I don't know. Gosh, I'm sure there are so many. Like, I just think about, like, some of the just wild, you know, road trips we had, you know, just because they were so long and and just all the funny moments in between. But I always think back to um, my first individual national champion win at cross country. I think it was like my sophomore or junior year. I guess it was my junior year um, when I won cross. And I remember I was kind of in my like Taylor Swift era because you run a 6K for cross country. And so for me starting out, like that was around like 22 minutes when I was just starting out. And so that, so like obviously Taylor Swift 22. And then as I got to the championship, I was like, I guess more in like the 20 range. And so I had to pivot to a new song and that song was like, shake it off. And that was like my pre cross country race, like mindset was just like kind of shaking off that energy and like getting ready for the race. And so we had a rental car out in wherever we were at this cross country championship. And my assistant coach and I sat in the car and just blasted shake it off by Taylor Swift, like on repeat, maybe about eight times until they called us to the line. And then I like hopped out of the car, took my sweatpants off, sweatshirt off and like ran to the line and then just ran a 6k. And so I just, that was just kind of like a funny, a funny moment before one of like the craziest, coolest memories that I have. Um, so yeah, just, just, you know, moments like that throughout, you know, the five years that I had at Stevens. Hey, wait, if I, if I can interject real quick, um, Taylor Swift is also my, my pre-race, um, what should we call it? Music. And, um, so my birthday is May 24th, which is Outdoor Nationals every time. So I turned 22, last Outdoor Nationals. So I blasted that song like for three days straight. Like no one heard anything else. Everyone was sick of it by the end of it. But, you know, it was my song and it was my birthday. So they had to listen. I'm glad we could relate in some way to 22. Mine was my race time. <laughs> Yours was the age. But yeah, that's awesome. That is awesome. And if you got to be back in your Taylor Swift era if you're living in Kansas City right now, I think. I think oh that might be. <laughs> Kansas City is in their Taylor Swift era. <laughs> Kansas City is. Um, well, those are awesome. And now, so maybe kind of similar vein, but a different way. Do you have a favorite memory? So maybe that's during competition or something like that that maybe isn't funny or crazy, but it's just something that you really hold hold dear to you. And Amy, you can start that one. Yeah, um, I feel like I always go back to cross country because it was just like my my favorite season, the fall, my favorite like event, everything. Um, but I think the coolest memory about my time with the program is knowing like my freshman year, going to cross country nationals as an individual, and then you know improving on that throughout my five years. Um, but the last year, my senior year, um, we had our entire women's team at cross country nationals. And so to, to watch the program transition from having one individual qualifier to an entire team qualify for nationals, um, 
I still get the chills. Like it was just, it was just an incredible, like full circle moment for me being in the box. Cause usually as an individual at a cross country race, you stand in a box of other individuals. And so my senior year, like my final year to be able to stand in a box surrounded by my teammates that I had just spent five years competing and training and, you know, going through college with, um, to be surrounded by them at the start of my last race was just an incredible moment. And it truly highlights just the, the progress and, you know, how far our program has come and, and how far it's even continued to grow since then. So, um, yeah, that's probably, you know, what I reflect on a lot from my time at Stevens. Right. Laura. I think it would have to be this past outdoor nationals. Um, I, I tried to do, um, three events at nationals, which was, I'd never done that before. And I started off and I was just a little off. Um, Like I ran the 200 and and nothing just felt right. And if you mess up a second of the 200, well, like that's the race. And the next day I was like, so nervous. I was like, what if I forget how to hurdle? Because that's my fear every time I hurdle. What if I forget, even though I've done it a million times? And I was able to just like calm it all down. I was like, my coaches are here for me. My team is watching from afar. I promise I know how to hurdle. And I got into the 100 hurdle prelims, which was, it's my favorite event anyway. And I think I made the final by like a hundredth of a second. And our, like our whole team was, oh my gosh, like, like the relief and like the happiness and I was just like, I was so happy that I was able to come back from a race that didn't go so well and come back and really say, no, like I can do this, get into the final. And I beat my seed, I think from like 12th to fourth. And I was really proud of that. That's awesome. Well, now we're going to sort of start to wrap this conversation up and maybe go to some more high level things talking about division three. As you guys should know, this podcast is part of the 50th anniversary of Division Three celebration. So all year long, we're, we're celebrating the, the past, the present, and looking ahead to the future of Division Three. Um, so first, I'd love to hear what you guys, or what it means to you both to have been, to be or to have been a D3 student athlete. What has that meant for maybe what you were able to get involved in on campus, your academics, your career now? Um, so Amy, if you want to start that out, what did it mean to you to be a D3 student athlete? Yeah, I think, you know, I didn't know this going into college, what I was about to experience and, and how important that would be for my career trajectory. But, you know, being a Division three student athlete really offered a unique blend of academic excellence, your athletic commitment, and, and just the opportunity that that would have for personal growth. Um, it's astonishing the parallels between, you know, being a student and an athlete at Stevens to now being, you know, in my career while also balancing the passions of running that I still have. Just just because I graduated doesn't mean that, you know, I lost my passion for running and, and competition. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's a testament to the dedication and passion that student athletes bring to both their studies, their career, and their sport. Laura? I would say that Division Three has been 
the most incredible experience for me to combine with my studies at Stevens. Um, I, I went into Stevens originally just for academics. I wasn't planning on doing track anymore, but I saw the team and I saw the the coaches and they, they really wanted to make it a, a good experience. They didn't want to just like, you know, run us to the ground. So I got to learn so many things that I wouldn't have gotten if I hadn't done D3. Just like being able to take on leadership roles and learning how to take care of both my physical and mental health. So I've met so many great people along the way and I wouldn't trade the experience for anything. So the things you learn is just, you know, it's priceless really. And my last question, like I said, 50th anniversary of Division Three. we're 50 years down, many more to go. What do you see or what do you hope to see for the future of Division Three? And Laura, I'm going to stick with you on that one. I would say that for the future of Division Three, I, I think more people um, are going to join and want to be competitive in their collegiate careers. You know, you don't have to, you know, make Division Three your whole life, but it's really a part of a, a whole balanced experience in college. And I think you're going to see more people going to choose that path. Great. And Amy? Yeah, I, I would completely agree. Um, you know, the future of Division Three is incredibly bright. There's more athletes and students than ever that want to, you know, show the world that they have a passion for career goals. They have a passion for their athletic goals. And um, the NCAA and Division Three are there to support that. And they've proven time and time again that, you know, we can be incredibly, you know, successful in doing both. Um, and so that's what, you know, that's what I see for the future. Well, thank you two so much for joining me today. I loved hearing about your experiences. Um, I'm so impressed by both of you with doing the whole student athlete thing and getting engineering degrees and um, being incredibly involved and successful. So thank you so much for joining me and thanks for the chat. Thank you. Thank you so much. To everyone listening, thanks for tuning into this episode of Small Talk. We post new episodes every Thursday. To follow along with everything Division 3, you can find us on social media at NCAAD3 or NCAADIII. Make sure to join the conversation with us all year long by using the hashtag DIII50. Have a great day and we'll see you for some more Small Talk next week.